Good afternoon and welcome back to a whole new season of Rachel Gaffney's Real Ireland, live from Dallas, Texas. And I'm here in the Lincoln Center in Dallas overlooking um, LBJ Freeway, uh, Lyndon B. Johnson Freeway. So this is my new home. We moved from one studio to a new one. So this is a new one. Take a look. What do you guys think? And um, I've got some friends with me in the booth today, the pr production team behind. I want you to meet them. Hi. Hi. Hi, Rachel. We're so, so excited. Oh, great. She's There's back. Sarah. Can you believe she's back, I Ashley? can't. It's been <laughs> too is, long. This We've is a treat. You. This is a huge treat. We're so excited. So I want you to meet Ashley Goodis. Ashley is my new producer. Ashley, can you say hi to everybody? Have you ever been to Ireland? I have not. Right. You are going to know more about the country after a few months than anybody else. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. Great. And Sarah Crilly. Yes. Hi, Sarah. Hi, I'm Rachel's biggest fan. I oh. can't believe I'm on the show. Well, okay, I was on the show for the soup episode, and we can dive into that later, but I have tried so hard to keep recreating that soup, and I think I need to uh, learn some more recipes from you, Rachel, because I'm your biggest fan, and I really, truly take everything that you bring to heart with the show, because I'm trying these things, and that's what your brand is all about. It's trying new things, and Rachel's Real Ireland. It's amazing. Oh, thank you. And you know what? Speaking of recipes, we're going to have one next week, and there's a cookbook that that I'm going to be talking about next week. Actually, it's in the background there. Um, it's called uh, Farmette by my good friend Imen MacDonald, who lives in Limerick in Ireland. And Imen actually is from the United States, but married an Irish farmer. She's got a fabulous Instagram page and blog and everything and cookbooks. And oh, her stuff is amazing. Just look up Imen MacDonald. She's given me permission to use one of her recipes. So next week, we'll actually have a little bit of cooking. So Yay! we'll talk about that next week. Um, but I'm thrilled to, to be back and whole new season. And what have I been up to? I have been kind of quiet for a while, um, quiet maybe on the airwaves, but I don't know how to be quiet, I'm afraid. Um, but I have been to Ireland a lot, been back and forth, back and forth, checking out places. And I, I really want to dive a little deeper in each episode. Um, I don't really want to be kind of doing drive-bys all the time or drive-through um, snack bites. I kind of want you to um, think about when you're planning your trip to Ireland, maybe where is it that you'd like to go and maybe spend some time in that place? So let's start off with um, one of the girls here in the studio, um, Sarah Strackhouse, who is our roving reporter, is in Europe, flying back to Dallas today as we speak. Um, but while she was in um, Ireland, I sent her to my own hometown, which is Cork City. Now I was born and raised in Cork. And while she was there, she wanted to meet a few people and go to some restaurants and all the usual. So she asked me to suggest so she took some video footage and she took some material and we kind of were connecting back and forth. And I sent her to the Metropole Hotel in Cork where she met John. And John is the concierge at the Metropole Hotel. So 
What did we start off with, Ashley? Will you remind me? This is a kind of a welcome. This is a welcome. What she when she went into the metropole and met with John? Yes, and John's kind of showing her and her husband. That's right, around. and they're up. He took up on the rooftop, but the wind was just yes. crazy, wasn't it? Yes, it was. And I, I thought I was afraid that he was, they were going to be blown off the top of the roof, so they had to take them back down again. But do we have some footage that we can show people of? Um, Sarah and her husband Fred and John from the Metropole Hotel in Cork up on the rooftop. Yes, we're going to do that right now. We're okay. dying to see this. I've been waiting in anticipation. This is your hometown, Rachel. Well, it is. I've been a, a little deal. homesick watching Sarah up there. Yeah. Hi, Rachel. We've had a fabulous time here visiting. Thank you so much for sending us to Cork. We got to visit all of the wonderful places. Of course, the Metropole Hotel is where we were staying. We met John, who is fabulous. You also told us to go to Nosh 19, Idaho Cafe, see some of the fabulous sites, and everything has been amazing. We are actually gonna go ahead and bring John in and chat with him a little bit. Right from when we walked in, he greeted us, he showed us around, my husband and I, and this was our first time, of course, in. Ireland in Cork. John, thank you so much for joining us. Not at all, Sarah. It's our pleasure. We're delighted to have you with us. Uh, we hope that you're enjoying your stay. Um, I suppose it's, it's great to have people coming and like the Rachel recommending and mm -hmm. sending it's sending ye our way. Mm -hmm. uh, Cork has so much to be proud of, I suppose. And I suppose it's the type of a city where we kind of want to show off to people what, what is available in the city. A lot of the sites and you know the attractions are so easy to get at it makes an awful difference it's very compact here in the hotel we pride ourselves in uh, home away from home experience our job here we feel is to personalize the guest experience uh, we like people to check in as a guest and check out as a friend mm -hmm. um, like I suppose that's how kind of we say meeting Rachel and now meeting yourselves yeah. you know I, I'm with you you're stuck with me now don't <laughs> you worry about it, uh, friend, it. friend yourself you'll be part of my life <laughs> uh, and it is it's just very important and I suppose people travel the world and they go to so many different hotels and even for corporate guests they just go in and out of hotels but it's nice we have guests that come every week from work and they have the same room mm -hmm. some guests would send his luggage to me on the Friday he'll arrive on Monday mm -hmm. you know the, it's a lot of trust and companionship and you know people just like that feeling and I suppose it's nice to be remembered as a type of a hotel yeah. that does that Ah, oh, that's lovely to see that. John is fantastic. And, you know, he said something there that's very important, and it's all about hospitality, really. Um, now, I speak of hospitality and getting to know people and meeting people. Um, I want to tell you, I don't know if you remember, Sarah, you might recall last year we had um, Nevin Maguire from McNean House and Cavan on, you know, the chef, the Irish yes. chef. Yes. Oh, how can I forget? Yeah, He's Nevin's fabulous. So I follow Nevin on Twitter. So you should follow Nevin Maguire. It's N-E-V-E-N -E -E and then M-A-G-U-I-R-E. Nevin was talking uh, one day about a year ago on Twitter and he was talking about having been at the Metropole Hotel and he was thanking John, the concierge. And... Um, then I started following John and that's how we met. And then Sarah, when she was there, she didn't know this, did she, Ashley? Um, no, she didn't. But she did send us this back where maybe we can show that little question because I think she asked John, like, well, how, how do you guys know each other or what happened? Yes, we got that. And I'm so happy that Rachel sent us here. So speaking of Rachel, Rachel meeting Rachel, how did you guys meet? So Rachel and myself met, I suppose, um, through social media. 
uh, we were doing our chats and Rachel had something up on a recommendation on how to what to do in Cork she was coming to Cork and, and to see what was there and of course like that I suppose I would have been in touch and uh, oh pop to the Metropole come and see us you know mm -hmm. that's what we're about um, come have a coffee and that and it's it's just like that you're kind of people want you want people to experience it for themselves um, you know there are no such thing as strangers in the world only friends who have not met um, and it's important and it's one thing that I really really love about my job I love my job uh, I'm very passionate about it because people come to a hotel if it's a leisure guest they're coming they paid big money they've come they want to enjoy they might want to get away from reality they might want to just break away they might want to just relax and yeah. it's very important to be able to read a guest to see the guests that will chat all day, the guest who wants you to stay away from them. <laughs> My big problem is I stay away from the breakfast room because I will just keep talking and talking. <laughs> Not everybody's a morning person, but I will check that out with G then as well tomorrow. Isn't he lovely? So this is very special. I mean, first he said you check in as a guest and you check out as a friend and you met through social media. I mean, Rachel, you really have this way of connecting with people. And look at this, how beautiful this experience is. And uh, you're just amazing. I think this is so cool oh. that you presented this opportunity and that Sarah was able to chat with him. And we've got all this footage and all these experiences to be able to watch. Well, oh, thanks, you're sweet. But I, I think what this is great is it encapsulates uh, what I talk about with um, Irish hospitality. And there's a big difference between service and hospitality. You know, service is getting the job done, checking you into your room, getting your key, getting you there. Hospitality is making you feel welcome and asking about where you're from, what do you like, where do you want to be? And as John said, that you kind of leave as a friend. John is now a friend. He says he can't, we can't get rid of him. He can't get rid of me. I talk to him all the time on Twitter. Hi, John. Hope he's <laughs> tweeting watching right now but you know next time you're in Cork go into the Metropole Hotel and say hi ask for John and concierge and tell him Rachel sent you so I'm going to finish off with them um, a few uh, photos and that um, that Sarah took as she wanted to go eat and I told her about some restaurants and places to go like Nash 19 one of my favorite places opposite the English market Idaho cafe Jacobs on the mall these are places that you can go and eat but uh, let's see what Sarah uh, how she finished up for us Rachel, thank you again for sending us to Cork. We've had a phenomenal time. Take a look at some of our video from the rest of our trip. Thanks again. That's where you can have afternoon tea there. Oh, this is inside the English market. One of the oldest covered markets in the world, would you believe? So she went in there and did a little bit of tasting and then she went down to Nash 19, which is the restaurant there that I love to go for um, brunch or something to eat at lunchtime. In fact, I'm taking people here in October. We're going to have a lunch in there because it also serves as an art gallery. They partner with the Crawford Art Gallery and they have different um, exhibitions on throughout the restaurant and they have evenings. So I love that. Um, and all their food is locally sourced from Nash 19. Let's go. Oh, oh Shandon Bells. That's known as the four-faced liar because each clock tells a different time. That's so beautiful. No, oh, that's Blarney God. Castle. Oh, she took wow. him to Blarney Castle. That's where you go kiss the Blarney Stone. So there you go. So there's a little sneak peek at uh, Sarah in Cork. She's literally in the air right now as we speak. So can't wait to speak to her. We'll have her on next week. We'll do a recap on Irish food and everything. I want to move swiftly on to another county. I want to take you north of the country. And um, we're going to show you a little map of where we're going. So... Look down to the very south, you've got Cork, which is where Sarah was, where I'm from. And then we're going all the way up to where it says Northern Ireland. And right there, I have three little pinpoints. 
three of them in there. You can see Dublin, and then up on the east coast, you've got Belfast, northeast, and then right in the middle, I have a pin for a place called Castle Leslie Estate in County Monaghan. So I want you to have a quick look at that map. If you fly into Dublin or if you fly into Belfast International Airport, Dublin is uh, about 80 minutes from Dublin and about an hour from Belfast. Um, so there, this is easy to get to. But this county in Ireland is County Monaghan, spelled M-O-N-A-G-H-A-N. And it is a county that people don't visit enough. And um, I was in Belfast and I hired a car and then I drove across to County Monaghan to Castle Leslie. And I was only there for one night um, because I was checking, you know, I'm checking out property. So I don't have the luxury of just hanging around places for very long periods of time, sadly. But while I was there, um, this is, I wanted to talk about this a little bit more about this county. And this is, as you can see, we have a lovely photograph up now of Castle Leslie Estate. Now, before I tell, tell you a bit more about Castle Leslie Estate, I want you to know that uh, County Monaghan, um, the Irish name for it is Municon, and it gets this word from uh, Little Hills. So there's no expansive cliffs, there are no um, you know, coastlines, it's in the centre of Ireland, it, it isn't got, it ha, it, 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 it's flatter, but it is breathtaking, gorgeous countryside, gorgeous lakes, great for equestrian, and loaded with history as well. Um, so County Monaghan is somewhere that you really want to. And St. Patrick um, himself, when he was in Ireland in the fourth century, um, visited um, several locations in Monaghan. But Monaghan, sadly, was one of the counties in Ireland that was very affected during the famine in the 1840s, the Great Irish Famine. And one of the it was one of six counties. There were six counties that were really, really devastated by the Irish famine. Monaghan being one of them, Cavan, Tyrone, Fermanagh being, being other ones, and then some others on the west coast, kind of Sligo and down to my own county of Cork. So Monaghan had a, a, a lot of effect from the famine. And there is a very famous famine wall, which we'll get to later, which is why I wanted to mention it to you now before we go on to where I want to tell you I went to visit, which was Castle Leslie Estate. So back up to that beautiful photograph of Castle Leslie Estate. This is a property you really want to visit. Now, ladies, I don't know if, you, if I told you this, but Sir Paul McCartney himself used this property for his wedding. Remember ah, Paul McCartney? Who really? doesn't? Yeah, he got married in, I think they're divorced now, but in 2002 to um, Heather Mills. And they had this entire place. Now, the castle itself, Castle Leslie Estate, is still um, owned by the Leslie family. Um, who, Sammy Leslie is the daughter and she still manages this and then the family are on the trust. So these grounds and this family, they're preserving it for uh, future generations and you can go stay there. Now in this gorgeous estate, um, you can, um, I think I took some pictures of the dining room. You can stay in this property and then into the drawing room with the beautiful colored, look at that color. Oh, that's gorgeous. I mean, I just think it's so exquisite, so beautifully, so very tastefully appointed. Um, and then you can see the beautiful views. Um, I think I'd uh, have a, next one is a little video footage of, I was kind of walking around, Actually, outside there are those two girls, the la lady and daughter that you saw in the doorway. I met them in the grounds, invited them to come on that private tour with me. And she is a student at the University of Notre Dame and was studying in Dublin. And she and her mom were doing a horse riding vacation at Castle Leslie Estate. Because on the estate, you can stay in the castle, you can stay in the lodge, or you can stay in their muse. So there's three different types of accommodation in this estate. Now, the estate itself has over a thousand acres. 
and I'm trying to say to people again, when you go to Ireland, you kind of want to slow down. You want to enjoy it. Can you imagine if you're staying here? Could you imagine checking in, rocking up the door at six o'clock at night at Castle Leslie Estate, right? So picture these trips that people do when they go to Ireland. They're on this nonstop, we're going to go here, go here, go here. But let's say you're staying here and your travel agent books you into Castle Leslie Estate for a night, which you should never do. Um, and you have to leave in the morning. How would you feel if you knew you had to leave here? I wouldn't have the full experience. No, you wouldn't. And it, longer. it sounds like very <laughs> corny me saying that, but that's the truth. You know, I mean, look at the grounds. So I stayed down the driveway in the lodge, uh, which was another, look at that property. It's just I am a gorgeous. sucker for, is that like ivy that crawls up the building? That's Yeah, I think it's so Virginia beautiful. Creeper. I think gorgeous. it's called Virginia Creeper. Um, it, it is, it's absolutely gorgeous. Um, and when I stayed there, they had just redone some of the bedrooms. And if you, let's see, look at the bedroom. I love that um, tartan um, look on the sofa and on the, um, and that's on the wall. I don't think you can see, that's the old fashioned radiators. Oh, oh wow. I yeah. didn't even notice that. And then I noticed by the headboard and next to the beds, everything is, you know, very modern with beautiful, you know, there's controls and electrics and all that. But I have to tell you, before, don't show the next shot yet. I'm not somebody who goes around photographing bathrooms because sometimes when you're in hotels, you've been in one bathroom, you've been in the mall, right? And yeah. this one I walked <laughs> in and I literally thought, I have to have a bath or a shower just to get the use out of this. Look at it. Okay, we need to see this. Look at oh, the bath. Stunning. <laughs> Isn't it gorgeous? Look at the gold bathtub. Is that gold? Yes. It's gold. I don't think it's solid gold, but it's gold. Now, do you see that wall behind the bath? Yeah, yes. what is that? So it's just the tiled wall behind the bathtub, right? But on either side, that is a walk-in, walk-out, double shower. Double shower. Oh, Actually, I say God. double shower. It had every shower head you could think of. You know where they're coming at all angles? From the side, from the top. And, and just in the corner, you see the beautiful tapestry chair with the gorgeous towels folded. I mean, that's where you're staying. That's hospitality saying, you're welcome, you're ready come stay, here's the bath mat, here are towels, enjoy your, you know, and everything is in the room. It was just, it was just idyllic. So I went for a walk around the grounds and I had to go see this church. It's called St. Salvador's Church. And this is the church where Paul McCartney got married. This is on the grounds. This is all on the estate. Wow. So when you go in the gates of Castle Leslie, remember I said to you, there's a thousand acres. So there's woodlands, there's the castle, there's the lodge, and then there are the mews if you want to do self-catering, maybe four or five if you want to stay there. And the people that stay in those especially are actually doing an active holiday because um, Castle Le Leslie sorry, is very, very famous for its equestrian. And so I had to go down to the stables. I, I just had to go down and see, um, look at their stables, aren't they lovely? Are we going to see horses? Um, pardon me? Stables for horses? There's horses? Yeah, <laughs> what's in stables, Sarah? I mean... Oh, you mean as I opposed to converted properties? No, they, this is... These are actual working stables. And wow. I went around and apparently this horse is the most obstinate horse they have. And can, you know, bite you or, you know... I, I, 
bit of a personality, she told me. So He um, looks like he has a personality. <laughs> yeah, it was great. It was great fun. Um, Why the long face? <laughs> <laughs> but so these horses, so when people go on vacation there, they're either, you know, they're there for days. Um, they have um, arenas for, you can do, so let's say you and I went, we all went on a riding vacation there. And I asked them this, I said, what if there's five girls going or 10 people or whatever, and they're all different riding levels. It doesn't matter. They'll cater for that. You know, so let's say one person could go to the beginner group, another can go on the, you know, they want to go riding the fields. They want to go galloping. Somebody else might want to be, do some jumping because show jumping is big in Ireland and England as well. Um, and it, I've, I'm 50 years of age now, and when I was 20, I used to ride, but when I was about 20, 21, I had a really bad fall off a horse. I mean, I got concussed, even with the oh, no. headgear on. That probably explains a lot, doesn't it? Oh, Rachel. <laughs> but I never kind of got back on again for a while. I did actually fall off the horse and get back on and ride, but I haven't been riding in years, so I wasn't so brave. So I decided I would um, get on this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Hey, this, that's riding. This is awesome. This is what they use also to help people. And it has different speeds. And, you know, you've you've seen the, you know, when people are learning how to, uh, pilots are training in the cockpits. This is a mechanical horse. I this mean, like, it does everything. It makes it gallops it, kind of, you know? Well, it's great for teaching you what the feel of maybe a gallop is or a trot or a canter or, you know, all the different things. And you, you start to get, you know... And there, of course, I got my riding boots on. My well, they're not riding. My Dubarry boots, which I live in. I'm, I think I'll be buried in those boots. Actually, they're from Galway. So um, that that was just a a, a wonderful kind of um, experience in Castle Leslie. So that's why I'm trying to tell people. Um, I wonder if any of our, if anybody who's watching or listening, has been to County Monaghan or uh, been to um, Castle Leslie Estate, or to Cork to the Metropole Hotel. But um, did you notice, by the way, I meant to say to you, did you notice when John was talking to Sarah, how many times, uh, did you notice how he said the word ye? Yes. yes. So in Ireland, you know, in Old English, they say, um, hear ye, hear ye, hear ye. And they don't use that expression in England anymore. But when you go to Ireland, um, my sister who lives in Holland, Gillian, she still says, when are ye coming over? I love it. Irish people say ye. Which is kind of like our y'all. You want to try it? Hey, Rachel, when are you coming, coming to the next podcast? So ye is plural. Like, it can't be me. So that's when are well, you coming is when are you coming. But I would speak to the two of you and say, when are ye coming over? Or in Texas, what do we say? All of y'all? Hey, y'all. Y'all. How are y'all doing? There's y'all and up, there's all, all of y'all. All of y'all. Yeah. All y'all. Mm -hmm. That's it. Well, ye is. And so I noticed that John, when he was talking to Sarah, used the word ye a lot as well, which was lovely. Um, which is really, really good. So when Sarah gets back next week, we'll be able to talk to her. She's taken a ton of photographs and a ton of footage for us as well. Um, and then the other thing we're going to be doing is uh, the cookbook, like I said, um, that we're going, oh, just waving at one of the guys, the videographers going there. Bye. Um, I've got a little bucket list of my own at the moment that I really want to try and get through. And that is, I'm going to be going over to Ireland again soon, and I want to visit some more places and visit a few things. And one of the ones I want to check out is the, I must be, it must be the equestrian thing. I'm going to check out the Irish National Stud and the Irish Racehorse Experience. And this is brand new. I think they're only opening it this week in the Irish National Stud. It's where all of our thoroughbred horses 
are raised in Ireland. You know, so people come from all over the world for our horses to purchase our racehorses. But they have the Irish racehorse experience and you will literally get virtual money and everything. You'll get silks, you'll become a jockey and this immersive racehorse experience where you are riding the horse, not a real one. But um, so that'll be interesting to see when I report back from that. But I'm really looking forward to doing that. The other thing I want to do is I've never, have any of you ever gone through a maze? Um, around Halloween, like a corn maze, uh, you know. When but you know the ones I'm talking about, the old-fashioned hedgerows and you can't see and you got to get your way out? Yeah, like a corn maze, right? So I want to check one out in Wexford. It's in Dunbrody um, by, the, by the Abbey there. And I want to check out that maze. I want to see what that's like. Um, and then the other one I'm going to try is, um, I think I need to do some sort of kayaking adventure. Oh, absolutely. Um, I want to really do fun. one through the caves. In, and I'm going to check out what the, I think the Irish experience is one you guys should look into. You can do kayaking through caves in Ireland? Yes. Really? Yes. That's incredible. And I can't wait to see what that's like. And, you know, people don't think about when they're going to Ireland. We all know about it as a, a wonderful country for golf and everything. But, you know, there, it's a great country for the adventurous type. So if you want to do rock climbing, if you want to climb waterfalls, if you want to do kayaking, paddleboarding, surfing. I mean, surfing is huge. Of course, we have lots of distilleries. And gin is huge in Ireland at the moment. It's, uh, it has been for quite a few years. Uh, craft gins are... Think, don't a, you have some yeah, gin you behind you? Some Pardon me? Behind you. The bookcase? Did Sounds like a pantomime. He's behind you. Where? Oh, yes. Oh, my little prop here. And that actually has gin in it now. Waters. But I don't want anybody here, especially Josh, seeing this. Yeah. <laughs> Josh is our He's guy a big here. Fan. No, we, we did. We smell. It smells oh, wonderful. So the aroma is very unique. It's probably because of all the botani botanicals. Actually, that's uh, called Drum Shambo. That's um, gunpowder Irish gin. And that is made up in... They're going to kill me. Is it County Cavan or County... Fermanagh. It's one of the counties up there. They're going to kill me. I'll get it right, though. I'll get it right. Um, it's a distillery up there. Um, but it, you can buy this here in Dallas. You can buy it in the States. I love the bottle. Will I take it down really quickly? Please. Yes. And then, so how do you prepare it? Over ice? Or do you mix it? Or is it... How would you prepare that? I've given it to a few people for Christmas and everything. I, look at the look, look at the little bottle. Oh, I'm going to use it after. It's for wildflowers. And that's your favorite blue. Maybe blue bonnet. That's Rachel Gaffney blue. I know I love my blue, don't I? Yes. But this gin, um, I, I've seen it prepared with um, grapefruit. I think a Texas grapefruit, a slice of that would be delicious in it. I wouldn't add too much to a gin like this because as you smelt with the botanicals, um, the aroma, and it's very delicate and everything, why destroy it? Why load it with up all these, you know? Oh. If I start drinking gin in the middle of the day, I'll be known as an old soak. So I'm not going to do that right now. <laughs> but um, yeah. And then, oh, I noticed um, the cookbook I have here, the Farmette cookbook. That's the one we're doing next week. Yay, more food. Yes. Yes. We're cooking. So, we're doing it, right? We're we are. We're, we're going to. So next week. We pardon me? I can't wait. I know. So next week. So as the weeks go by now, we're going to start doing more and more. Um, if people have a county that they want to know about, um, ask us. Ask us on uh, Facebook, ask us on Twitter. You know, we're on, this goes live on YouTube as well on my Rachel Gaffney, Gaffney channel. I promise I know my own name. You know the thing about cameras, I'm looking at myself in the camera and I can see that I'm certainly 50. 
<laughs> you no, start to, my goodness. No, you you start to notice we'll all these all things. Camera views. Go to the wide shot. I mean, Rachel, beautiful studio. You've decked this out. You look fantastic. Your outfit today. Can we just talk about your outfit today? My oh, do Please. you know where I bought that? I bought that when I was in Ireland. In a store. And I know, and I know you didn't even know, prepare me for this. I didn't know you were going to ask me, but I bought this in Dublin, in, in Dunn well, stores. we're thinking it. We're wondering, what are you wearing? You look absolutely gorgeous. Oh. Yeah, from Dublin. Uh, yeah, I got this actually in a place called Dunn Stores. Would you believe it? Uh, Dunn Stores is a department store in Ireland, and this is their Savida range, S-A-V-I-D-A. And when I was over there, I found this blouse, and I, I love navy. I love how they, you just, you know. I love picking up clothes and bits and pieces when I'm over there all the time. Um, hence, I'm always filling with props and, and that. Yeah, um, so we can't get that here. Right? Well, I'm going to start introducing products and we're going to talk to Irish fashion designers and um, talk more about what's going on in Ireland with food, fashion, you know, maybe the books I'm reading or um, magazines that you can subscribe to from Ireland, which will give you, you know, how we look at Instagram and all that. And we love to get ideas from different fashion and, and different tabletops. Um, well, maybe we'll bring in some magazines and that, and you can look at something, you know, different ideas, new and different looks from over there, um, which I think is really important. And the whole idea is for you to sort of connect more with Ireland on, on a deeper level, like I said. You know, I kind of want to pull back, open the door, you know, pull back the curtain, un undo the veil, whatever you want to, you know, like a married person, pull the veil back. Let's look into Ireland a little bit closer. It's, it's very rich in heritage and culture for sure. But what's happening in Ireland with food and fashion and cookbooks and elegance and hotels and adventures, you know, and, and actually music, of course, you know, not just the typical Irish music. One of my most favorite singers from Ireland is a guy called Dermot Kennedy. You guys need to look him up. He's finally coming to Dallas. In fact, I think it's this month. Really? You got to listen to his music. Dermot Ken Kennedy. Check out Dermot Kennedy. So. We will. But um, I think that's um, it for this week. Um, next week, like I said, we'll have Sarah Strackhouse on with me. She'll chat with me. And then I will have um, Emen McDonald's cookbook, The Farmette, which is available for sale. Um, I have some left on my uh, website or let me know on social media and I can get you one, but I'm going to share one of her recipes next week and we'll bring it in and we'll, I don't think we'll be able to make it in here, but I'll try and bring it in prepared and do as many steps as I can for you. So does that help? Yes, it does, Rachel. Oh my gosh. I mean, just, I will fight everybody for this, this title of the number one fan of Rachel Gaffney. That's, that's me. Just <laughs> Are you I, saying that because you work here? No, because you're no. my favorite and I'm, I hope I'm your number one fan. I'll fight for the title. But to see Ireland through your eyes is just, it's just amazing, Rachel. I mean, we have so much to look forward to this season and to follow you and um, follow you on social too, outside of the show and ask you questions. You're the number one resource for all things Ireland, real, authentic, real Ireland. Oh, thanks. And I can't help but say that you won me over with the food. I mean, when you brought in, and so we have so much to look forward to. I'm oh, and that's gonna be thrilled. interesting to hear Sarah's take because I, I won't say right now, but I asked her, and I, I don't know if you still have that video footage, uh, which you can use for next week maybe, but when I was chatting live on air, I was, last week I was in here working, and Sarah called from Ireland and she and I were chatting on WhatsApp and you walked in and you overheard the conversation and I think you recorded it and it was actually what she said about Irish food. I'm going to see if we still have it and share it next week. If not, I'll get her to repeat what she said, but I can't recreate it. So I'll wait till next week. 
Oh yeah, her her reaction was amazing, and her husband. Can I share what her husband said? Something that stuck out to him. Yes. What? What? The Fred? Fish. Fred. Fred loves his fish with Ireland. Fred yeah. was very excited. Sarah's husband about the fish, and he just was so excited to share some of the fish meals that they were trying over there. Wow. And I'm going to talk about some new books that are coming out um, for sale from Ireland, and one of which I just ordered online. Um, and it's exquisite. It's a work of art. It's called, well, I, won't get, I don't want to say it right now, I'll get it wrong. So I don't give the wrong title. But if I have it by next week, I'll bring it into the studio. If not, I'll be sharing it with you. But it's just being released this month and it's being released in Canada and the United States. And this guy is incredible. I urge you to check out J.P. McMahon from Galway. His name is J.P. McMahon, M-C-M-A-H-O-N. JP is just one of those chefs in Ireland that is ahead of the curve with um, sustainability and he has this conference every year called Food on the Edge in Galway. By the way, Galway for the year 2020 is the European City of Culture. And I will be talking to them, to the head of um, Galway City of Culture. Um, we scheduled a call and I will be bringing all that to you soon as well as to what's going on in Galway uh, throughout the county, not just the city, for the whole year because they have very, very special stuff going on. So check out Galway 2020 and then check out J.P. McMahon and his restaurants and cookbooks and he'll be in the States and Canada over the next few weeks. So I'll be kind of giving you updates about him too. So, well, I think that's it for this week and uh, I've covered about as much as I can to let you know I'm back in my new studio. Happy to be here. Lovely to be with you, Ashley. We and so enjoyed being here with you today, Rachel. You're so nice, but the thing is, I don't know what you ever did in a previous career to have to end up, or previous life, to end up being my producer. What? It's an honor and a pleasure. Yeah, of course it is. <laughs> I'm only telling the truth. Yes, we've been counting down to the seconds yes. for this. Rachel, uh -huh. you're going to have to sign off with a cheers with your mug. we got to shout out the oh, mug. Oh, my we mug. You Instagram. know me and my blue, right? Yes. I love my blue. I have a nice little espresso in here, which I need espresso like a hole in the head. <laughs> but I love it. You know me. This is my drug of choice. So until next week, thank you very much for joining me. And uh, same time next week, 1 p.m. Central Time.